Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Follow the Prophet is a production of Gingrich 360 and iHeartRadio. So when it comes to money, there's been lots of talk about it from lots of people. You know, of course, we've probably all heard, the longer you're not taking action, the more money you're losing. I'll tell you something, that is so true. And in this podcast, I'll be telling you more truths about money. And I'm going to show you how to follow the profit. I'm David Grosso. And I've spent years reporting on the reality of money in business, personal finance, and the economy, talking to entrepreneurs from every walk of life. Now, I want you to join me as I deconstruct what's actually going on in all these areas so that you yourself will be able to follow the profit. So one of the things we want to accomplish here on Follow the Profit is to surround you in an environment of knowledge so that you can develop the confidence to follow the profit yourself. One group that can really provide that knowledge are entrepreneurs, and we'll be talking to a lot of them. 
to really understand what it took to start, how they began, and the good and the bad lessons they learned along the way during their entrepreneurial journey. Today's entrepreneur is a dear friend of mine, and he was born in Denmark. You probably would never guess that, and we'll talk more about that later. But he went to high school here in the United States in Kansas City, and then went on to get several degrees, including one from journalism school back in his home country, and an MBA here in Florida. But at the age of 30, after he had finished all of this academic training, he was living in the Big Apple, and guess what? He didn't have a dime to his name. But that same year, opportunities suddenly started presenting themselves. And guess what? He didn't really waste any time. He took them. The result? Today, he's already raising millions of dollars for a real estate investment fund. But more importantly, he has a really important goal for millennials and Gen Z. He wants to create 100,000 more millionaires by 2030 for people like us. I'd like to introduce my friend, Philip Michael. Hello, Philip. Hey, David. How are you? So, Philip, let's talk about where you're from, because when people meet you, they're not going to really guess you're from Denmark. So tell me about yourself. I would say I have the same ethics and morals of a typical Danish person, but not to juxtapose it and say that other people don't have morals and ethics, not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying I'm, I'm a Danish guy on the inside, but you couldn't really tell from looking at me. One of the things in your household, you grew up in Aarhus, Denmark, right? A big deal was entrepreneurship. Can you tell me a little bit about how you learned about entrepreneurship from really your family? So in Denmark, for context, no one is poor. If you can't take care of yourself, the government will give you an apartment and, and take care of you. And they're very nice apartments. Where I live was where they send the basically the, the society's rejects. It would be the refugees from like war zones. Single parent households are extremely rare. So that's where I grew up and I live with my grandmother. So I really just learned not entrepreneurship from her because she had that same set of limiting beliefs that you often find in minority communities when it comes to money. But that's a very, very real thing. And that shapes your financial future and your financial reality much, much more so than any type of systemic structures that are in place from slavery and things of that nature. So I, I really grew up, grew up with that. Like my grandmother literally had the mindset of someone who was those limiting beliefs when it comes to, to money. But she did teach me how to read from before I started school. She had me because she felt there's a ceiling to where you can go. So she wanted me to maximize that, that maximize, get as close to the ceiling as I possibly could. She had me doing all sorts of weird stuff I didn't really want to do, play piano, violin. I just wanted to be outside and play sports, but then had me read in English and Danish and things of that nature. So that really helped me. But when I was 12, because my mother and father, they separated. So I didn't really see my dad until I was like eight, nine. So finally, when I was around 11, 12, I moved with my sister, who really was my mother growing up. But I moved with her and then later my dad. So that's when I started to learn those lessons. And it wasn't necessarily because he said, go out there and sell stuff and entrepreneurship. It's just through, I like to say wealth is a function of conversations around the dinner table. It's just little things. It's not necessarily uh, what he uh, explicitly tells you. It's just a tacit reality that surrounds you. For instance, he's sending me down to clean up an apartment because someone was moving in. And I understand, okay, someone is moving in here. This has to be ready so it can generate rental income because it's part of what my father has. Going to work with him. Things like this, it just gives you the environment of entrepreneurship. And then naturally just seeing how he operates. And then I can ask questions. And then he would be there for support. So it wasn't necessarily that I was even pursuing entrepreneurship at the time. It was just was the reality of, of what my father was doing, being a businessman. 
So that helped tremendously and it helped plant the seed, I think, for what would later come. Denmark, you said there's no poor people and you've told me before that that's good and bad. Can you tell me the good and bad about having a large system that supports people who sometimes aren't even working? Yes, there's always a trade-off, right? There is, everyone practically has a, a master's degree. So that's normal. That doesn't make you stand out. Because there's no poverty, the byproducts of poverty, meaning corruption, crime, just the ugly sides of humanity that, that, that will emerge when people are really hungry and desperate, that's where it comes from. You don't really have that. On the flip side, it creates a very harmonious, a homogenous society, but there's also an actual ceiling to how far you can go. Because in order to support a system like that, those who are really pulling that load, they get taxed so high. My sister, for instance, she's a top real estate broker in, in Denmark. She pays 69.5% in taxes. My nephew, when he got his first contract, which was really just the equivalent of making a uh, entry-level lawyer salary, he would pay 55% in taxes. At, at the bare minimum, you're paying 40% in taxes. You know, so it's, it's, so it's a lot that goes towards that. There are a few people that have a little bit of wealth, but there's nothing like you see here. And what that does is it sort of quenches the thirst for entrepreneurship because a lot of times entrepreneurship comes from wanting to solve a problem, the desire to accomplish something, create something, build something. You're saying that for the bottom, it's nice because it creates stability, but for the top, it doesn't give you the fire to really try for more. And I think there's a very uh, important cultural component to this because Danish people notoriously never want to leave the Danish shores. Even when we owned the Virgin Islands, no Danish people wanted to go over there. And if it wasn't for that very important cultural proclivity, I don't think the system could work because there'd be far more people that would flee that high baseline of mediocrity. I'm very, very grateful that you get free healthcare, dental care, education, so on and so forth. But it does create for someone like myself, someone like yourself, it isn't an environment that's conducive to, um, to really thinking big because it's almost frowned upon to be successful because they want everybody to stay in the same thing. What do you think the difference is for people who grow up talking about money at the dinner table and those who do not? The difference is we hear all these cliches, small minds talk about people, average minds talk about events and great minds talk ideas. That's actually true because what would be spoken about there is just radically unimportant stuff. Other people, who's doing this to who, gossip, things of that nature. Whereas with my father, he doesn't really want to engage in that type of stuff. He wants to talk about positive things. He's always talking about encouraging what you can do and trying to find ways to move ahead and pushing you in, your, in the right direction. So it's obviously a type of everyday conversation, those little deposits that pay off down the road. That really parlays well into your mission to create 100,000 millionaires and really among Gen Z and millennials, but you're also targeting people of color. As we know, there's a huge gap between you know whites and Asians and people of color. And it's a major problem in this country and it affects basically everything what we do. And this is a problem globally. How do you feel your lessons translate into helping people gain the skills they need to, not to pitch my own show, follow the profit, right? Really succeed, succeed in entrepreneurship and own stuff and thrive and do everything that you're doing today. 
couple points to what you said. Number one, there's a wealth gap that exists. Millennials, baby boomers. There's even Gen Z are doing better than millennials because they're not succumbing to the mass debt that millennials have. They're actually actively trying to override that. So that's that's one, men and women. But in particular, the hierarchy, which is classism. And so I always use this phrase, the lower rung of the economic hierarchy is inhabited by people of color for a number of reasons, but that's just the reality. So there's that wealth gap. And according to government statistics, I forget the exact source, but it's, it's, been, it's been widely publicized. By 2053, black wealth, the average net worth of black people in America will drop to zero dollars, meaning that the black population on average will be broke. And the main driver behind that is absence of home ownership. For instance, in Brooklyn, in the part of Bed-Stuy, there's a neighborhood, it's called Weeksville. I've like never heard of that. I looked into it and actually it was a community where the land and the property was owned by African-Americans. But now they die off and then pass it along to their children. And once their children have something they may not have worked for, a lot of times it gets spent. It gets spent, it gets blown, and the next generation loses it, and you have, to, you have to do a hard reset. You're saying that the wealth gap comes from lack of home ownership and communities of color. Specifically, there's been practices such as redlining, which meant that people of color weren't really to have access to mortgages and whatnot. I want to talk about how we're going to change That's this. what I want to get to. I'm really proud to say that since April, we've helped 2,000 people of color become first-time real estate owners. That's probably one of the things that I'm the most uh, proud of that we've done. And I think once you get people, when they get that entrepreneurial investing business bug, once you're hooked, you're hooked. Once you get it, you get it. There's no turning back. And then it's just so important to get around other people that share that and spread those pockets of people with financial literacy as much as you can. I, I, I liken it to b- basketball, right? The guy who's seven foot and who can stand on the basket, he can score, but that doesn't mean I can't participate. I'm 5'10". That doesn't mean I can't participate. Okay, I'm just more nimble. I just have to find other ways around why this big goof has all the advantages that so he may not need to stretch his intellectual capacity that much. I do. So now when we get on an even playing field, who's at, a, who's at an advantage? If you have to knock on more doors to get an opportunity, when the going gets tough once you're in the game, Who's better positioned to succeed? And that's really the crux of entrepreneurship. Your claim to fame right now is that first you bought a house and then you bought a building and now you're doing crowdfunding for real estate projects. Can you first explain for people who don't know what crowdfunding is, what that is, and then we'll get to your projects as well. Sure. The whole crowdfunding thing is something people associated with Kickstarter. People can donate to what it is that you're doing if they think it's cool. And- it's not exactly that. It's a lazy term, I think, that's been misapplied to what the process really is. When a company goes public on the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ, they're effectively allowing people to buy into small pieces of your company. Then a company like Slack allowed people to buy into it, what was called a direct listing IPO, where they just cut out the um, investment bankers, just said, look, we don't need your money, but if you want to own a piece of us, just go for it. The SEC did this one rule for startups, because if you're a startup, you don't have the balance sheets and the financial statements to justify an IPO. So they allowed for companies to do smaller, mini direct listing IPOs. And that's essentially what we did. We started buying properties. And since 2017, up until around January, we had 210 active units under development. So I wanted to allow people access to it. So that's why I did a version of a direct listing IPO, which people call crowdfunding. 
into our real estate portfolio. And that's how we help people become first time owners. That's what we did. So wait, 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 wait. So for people who don't understand what crowdfunding is, crowdfunding is you are able to buy a little piece of Philip's company. And what Philip's big revolution is that he has these real estate projects and you as an individual investor can buy a piece of it in $100 increments. Is that correct, Philip? I started 250 and I put it to 500. So I allow people to own a piece of the company that owns multiple properties. Then I also allow direct ownership in one property specifically, two different ways. So Philip, what's really interesting though, is that this goes exactly what you went into. The banks would laugh at you. They would not give you money. You had no money to begin with. You've somehow found a way to really securitize real estate in a democratic way where anyone, especially your target audience of people who lack ownership and who don't really have the means to own physical brick and mortar. And somehow because of your struggle, you found a way to open this up to the general public. So where do we find out more about your projects and put our money in? You can read about it, 100kmillionaires.com. That's the link that I use whenever we have an offering or something that people can go. So just go to that one and you'll pretty much see what we're up to at the moment. But David, it's not just investments. There's a lot of things that we do. It's just creating like a wealth universe for people who haven't had access. And Philip, I would be amiss not to mention that you are the new host of Bold Business on Bold TV, which of course I am the lead person. That is my project. And Philip is actually replacing me because I think Philip is walking the walk and talking the talk. You can find Philip's new show at Bold TV. You could also find out more about Philip at wealthlab.co, which is another fascinating brand in itself. And also, uh, Philip, there's too many companies to list. Nice, N-Y-C-E. On that note, Philip, I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon. You and I uh, pop in on WhatsApp all day. We talk about following the profit as something we live, breathe, and die by. We're always trying to find new ways to make money, to collaborate, and moreover, to help people. And as, as you learn from Philip, you know, that's exactly what this is all about. So Philip, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for carving out the time to have me here. I'm, I'm honored and thankful. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break here. Be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. 
It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. So this is actually pretty funny. There's a lot of four-letter words out there. You know, some good, some bad, and some really, really bad ones. One of those words is one that everyone actually knows and many have to deal with. In fact, basically all of us in modern America. I'm talking about debt, of course. And, you know, for as long as humans have been exchanging goods and services, we really pay stuff with debt. And new study sheds light on the differences between generations and how much money they owe respectively. So Gen Z, that's people 24 and younger, maybe your children, maybe your younger siblings, maybe your cousins, they already have $10,000 in debt. And that's typically without a mortgage because this age group really hasn't gotten to buying houses or anything like that. And millennials like me, that's 25 to 40 in case you're wondering, have an average of a just over $27,000. So like a loaded up Camry, more or less. Again, no mortgage because most of us don't have homes yet. So that debt actually captures student loans, auto loans, and probably most devastating credit cards. So if you think about someone in our age group, the millennials 25 to 40, if you throw in a mortgage, we're talking about a debt load that averages, get this, about $200,000 on average. And I'll tell you one thing we all want, and this is something I dream about every day and I haven't gotten there yet, is to not have debt. Here's what you need to know about dealing with debt. So one, not all debt is created equal. And a lot of that has to do with understanding the math of debt, right? We talked about credit card debt and auto debt and student loan debt and mortgage debt. Each one of those have different interest rates. And some are a lot higher than others. 
So for instance, student loans usually have what we call a hot interest rate, right? They're pretty high. Credit cards, even hotter. The average credit card's interest rates are in the teens. So that's number one. Understand that your mortgage debt is much lower and much less costly to you than credit card debt, student debt, and even typically auto debt. Suggestion number two, you got to learn how to manage debt. And a lot of that has to do with number one, right? If you don't understand what the cost of borrowing money is, and if you already have debt, how to prioritize the payment of higher interest debt, you're really going to drown in debt and never get out of it. So again, all debt is not created equal. And all debt is, is that they're charging you to borrow money. So understand how much they're charging you in order to really know how to manage that debt. Here at Follow the Profit, we're in the business of deconstructing what's going on in the economy. In finance and entrepreneurship, really you have to understand all that if you yourself are gonna follow the profit. You know, it's a plain and simple truth that I don't need to tell you that life is totally different because of COVID. But it's funny, some people have seen this era as something that has opened up a bunch of opportunity for them. For instance, because of the pandemic, people spend more time at home. That's created a bunch of new business opportunities in that space. As people are home and idling, and let's say you're a business person, you create an e-learning startup, right? And if you're on the other side, right, you're upgrading your knowledge and skills through e-learning. So Preply, this is an e-learning startup. They've seen so much growth that they've had to hire 200 more people for their offices. And their CEO and co-founder, was asked by Yahoo News, how'd you do it? How do you become successful despite being decimated by COVID? Mr. Begay is his name. He said, I'm gonna give you some tips on how to become successful in the midst of death and destruction that we're witnessing because of the pandemic. So one, let's say you're a business person. You can't do it yourself. One of the biggest mistakes business owners make is that they try to do it themselves. You gotta invest in the right people. It takes a village. You can't really do everything yourself and you can't micromanage everyone. And as the CEO of Preply says, this is my utmost important tip, but that's great. You gotta have people that you hire, but this is the key. Each person that you hire has to have the same vision as you and want to see the business grow. They have to be rooting you on. And if you listen to none of the other tips, this is the most important one. You can't do it yourself. Bring on the right people. Second, you have to personalize your brand. Come on, guys. There's so much competition out there. If you share content, think about how much content there is out there on a website or a blog. And you, know, you post pictures on social media platforms and whatnot. Make sure they represent you and they're just not something generic that you're doing because you think you have to do it. If you don't put a face behind your brand, you're not really going to establish a connection with your target audience and people can spot fakery a mile away. So that's really important. Number three from the CEO of Preply was actually really interesting because it's basically number one, which is don't be afraid to ask for help. I can't tell you how many people I lean on daily 
And the most powerful words that come out of my mouth every day are, I don't know. But I do know someone who can answer that question. You always can bring in people with more experience and knowledge to give you the skills you need to take your business to the next level. It's okay if you don't know something. One of the weird things about entrepreneurship is that entrepreneurs think, well, because I have to do it myself, I have to know everything. No, you're going to have your blind spots. Let me give you a very concrete example. I'm very colorblind. I have multiple types of colorblindness. So I have to ask for help when I'm doing a graphics package because, mind you, no one sees colors like I do. So might not be the best person to pick that out. And speaking of yourself, when you lead your own business, have that me time. The CEO of Preply says, you have to take a moment to reflect how far you've come. Progress is a little weird. You don't really notice until you stop, take a breath, and look back to where you were. We're often stuck in the moment and forget to look at the bigger picture. So always remember, celebrate your success and look back and reflect on your progress. We're going to take a quick break here. Be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. 
Go find it now and hit follow. Getting through life always requires understanding. And understanding means connecting to humans around you and understanding what it took them to get through life. And we here at Follow the Prophet always want you to get some understanding. And here are a few stories that people shared with my friends over at Yahoo Finance. So let's talk about 29-year-old Jonathan. Man, I know so many Jonathans. They decided to jump into cryptocurrency. And the weird thing about crypto, and that is a whole subculture if you're not familiar with it, this man, Jonathan, decided to do this you know, part-time after work. And the first month, he made 200% profit. I think we all know a Jonathan. And then he thought, hmm, since I made a 200% profit, I think I'm going to double down. Well, guess what happened next? The crypto market tanked and John lost about 20 grand. His solution? Double down again? Well, guess what? He lost even more. So what's the lesson here? Sometimes you have to learn when to give up and take calculated risks. Just because you have all the success early on doesn't mean that suddenly that your success is just going to continue into infinity. In fact, a lot of times it turns around pretty quickly. And these, these lessons, you see them all over the place, right? You see this a lot with stocks. Always remember, everyone's a day trader when things are going well. You really find the gifted investors when things are going poorly. So next, Yahoo Finance tells us about 25-year-old Roger. He got a great paying job and found a place near work. Well, that sounds like a home run. That's something not a lot of us have. A great paying job and housing? That sounds like the millennial dream. So he was so optimistic about the gig that he signed a one-year lease. Well, you could probably guess what happened next. His gig disappeared, and now he's stuck with a place he can't afford and no job to pay for it. So, Roger, you just ruined your credit. If you have a new job, folks, don't sign long-term stuff. Remember, they can get rid of you in three months with very little recourse. So always be conservative with your finances. And if you are unsure about your income, don't take on too much. This not only includes housing. This is cars any type of loans, any type of purchases. A lot of us don't have steady work. It's kind of one of the realities of being a young person. I am one of those people. So I always make sure that I'm living conservatively in case something goes wrong. Next, let's talk about Wendy. Wendy is 40 years old. She has a great paying job. Well, good for you, Wendy. And she has a side passion, planning weddings. Yeah, I have a cousin who does that. It's a great business. When demand for her services picked up, Wendy decided to open up a wedding company and still maintain her full-time job. That's actually incredibly common. When that wedding company started eating into her savings, guess what she did? She started using her credit card. Folks, like Wendy, I've met so many entrepreneurs. When it starts going south, instead of saying, hmm, what are we doing wrong? They are so biased. Their worldview is so adulterated by their own vision for their company that they start racking up credit card debt. And overnight, this lady, Wendy, she racked up $20,000 in high interest credit card debt. And unfortunately, a lot of people do that and then they have no way of paying it. So before you get a side business going, and by the way, I never recommend anyone dive headfirst into a business. Having a side hustle, a side gig is always a better idea. 
but learn how to do it properly. If you're racking up a bunch of credit card debt, you're probably not doing it well. You're probably not managing your side gig the way you should. So think twice before you do that. So recently I read a story in Business Insider. I'm a big fan of this publication. They're, they're doing great work. And it was about a younger sibling talking about her 56-year-old brother. So it turns out for the past 10 years, that brother has been semi-retired. How the heck did he do that? Retirement at 46? Well, let's talk about it. The younger sister instead, of course, is mystified because she has to work eight hours a day, while her brother instead works part-time and manages to take road trips, ride his bike, throw dinner parties. I'm sure if he were our age, he'd have an epic Instagram. Her brother said, well, you know what? Very early on, I decided to prioritize time over money. So of course, let's be fair here. When the brother was in his 20s, he had a bit of a windfall, in fact. He inherited 16 grand. Now, most people in their 20s with 16 grand would probably just blow it. Instead, you know what? He decided to follow the profit and he said, I'm going to put a down payment on a small condo in Seattle. So he did it and the rationale was simple. And eventually he kept on working and he paid it off. In his words, my mortgage was $400 a month and I knew I could find almost any job and make the amount I needed to keep a roof over my head. His second move, he invested several thousand dollars in tech stocks when they became public. So now he has real estate and stocks. And he even admits, you know what? I made some poor financial decisions. I blew some money, but he positioned himself for the future. He had his own home and some strategic tech investments. And he created his own really financial portfolio at a very young age. His sister looks back and is really afraid to retire. And she looks to her brother and says, what am I supposed to do? He said, you know what? It's easy. Make a goal and an amount that you want to save annually and stick to it. And when you save enough to reach your goal or when your paycheck meets your goal, don't move the goalpost farther and farther from reach. There's a point when enough is enough. Let's talk about this. The more money we make, we have a tendency to spend more. I am very guilty of that. Buyer beware. Do not move the goalpost. As you make more money, lay the foundation like this brother. He made two very simple decisions. Yes, he happened to be years ago when tech wasn't as big as it is today. And a small condo in Seattle back then was very cheap. But guess what? They're not anymore. There are a lot of new investments out there and a lot of places like Seattle that will blow up in the next 10 years. So make sure that you're laying your own financial foundation. Thanks to all of you for joining me as we follow the profit. A big thanks, of course, to real estate entrepreneur and my friend, Philip Michael, for his insight on allowing others to get into the real estate market. Also, a shout out to our team of producers, Emiliano Limon and Scott Hantler, and to our executive producers, Newt Gingrich and Debbie Myers. I'm your host, David Grasso. If you're enjoying the show, go ahead and give us five stars and give us a review so that others can learn what the show is all about. Follow the Profit is a production of Gingrich 360 and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.